You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. Greetings movie fans and welcome to The Big Review Ski. My name is Owen Doherty and I'm delighted to say we've got the band back together. It's the original Fab Foursome. We've got Justin Stafford on drums. <laughs> yes. I thought you were going to say on drugs. <laughs> We've got Justin Stafford on drugs. Well, I am because I have a cold, so, you know, lots it's of like a weird voice effect. Yeah, so it is. yeah I've been practising for this. I okay. like the deeper, deeper sounds. Uh, we also have <laughs> Rory Cashin on bass. Yep. Oh, I thought you were going to do like a... Boom, boom, you need boom, boom, a bass boom, line. No, no. no. Okay. And Paul Moore on triangle. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's the one that everyone wants to grow up and play. Like Ralph Wiggum with the group here, you know? <laughs> yeah. Might as well have a flute up my nose or something while I'm playing it. Cheers, Owen. Um, what are you, lead guitarist slash singer slash manager slash Somebody's got to be. Somebody's got to be. Um, uh, <laughs> wasn't very nice. You're in the band. Yeah. You're in the band. Um, you go set us up. So we need to put a disclaimer in at the start of the show because um, if you... Are you actually feeling okay? Are you going to collapse I mean, at any point? It's during? touch and go. I'm going to keep you suspended as to who knows what's going to happen. Can I move my seat over beside you <laughs> no. guys? Can we make this one big long like romance sofa with the three seats? No, it's been two minutes in. You've already pissed us off. So you're I'm staying sorry. on your side. Yeah, I'm the sorry. band was back together for two minutes. Okay. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us and tell us how excited you are by the band being back together for two minutes, um, you can tweet us at Beggarviewski, or you can head over to the Joe Instagram and I don't know, just say hello there as well. Yeah, yeah give us a that's like. Fine. <laughs> I hope they saw that wave. Um, yes, as ever, another brilliant show coming up for you. We've got um, Son of Era turned Hollywood superstar Colin Farrell, or as Rory likes to call him. Coddle Faddle. Did you say that too? No, absolutely not. Okay, Coddle Faddle. Coddle Faddle. Faddle. He's everybody's favourite person from Dublin. Hey! uh, (laughs) 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 Yeah. Well, you know my favourite dairy person is Donna. Go on. She is lovely, to be (laughs) fair. We're the anti dumbs over here. Yeah. Um, So, um, yeah, so we've got Colin Farrell coming up. He's going to be talking about his brand new show, Dumbo Show. Dumbo. Um, Movies, that's what uh, we're talking about. Movie, that's the one. Uh, (laughs) And as well as that, we've also got some tickets to give away to see Shazam. Um, you kind of you have to shout Shazam every time. Shazam. It's got the exclamation point in the title, okay. so you have That's to a clue. Shazam. So Shazam. we've got tickets to go and see Shazam uh, next week. Good work. Um, okay, thanks. Really it, was, it was too <laughs> much. It was, it was too much. Um, You're right. But yes, before all of that, thanks for the tick. Um, before all of that, it's time for the big question on the big review ski. And for this week's big question, it's over to me, Owen Doherty, for the big question on the big review ski. Um, and seeing as Colin Farrell uh, is on the show today, uh, just kept it nice and simple. I was wondering, what is your favourite Colin Farrell moment or your favourite Colin Farrell movie, basically? And uh, yeah, Paul, what did you... Uh, <laughs> I kind of, I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion I, I know what you're I think ever listened to our podcast and know exactly what it is. And I think I've probably talked about this at length before. But it has to be in Bruges. Not only is it my favourite Colin Farrell performance, it's actually one of my favourite films, full stop. Uh, every time I watch it, actually, oddly, as I get older, I find myself siding more with Ken, which is uh, Gleason's character, but they work so well together. Now, I've said it before, it's very hard to pick and choose between who's like the star. They just work so well. Uh, won the Golden Globe for it. Um, but he just has this childlike, Dougal-esque innocence about him that is just so good. But also, uh, very underside that you forget that he is... 
a killer who's after murdering a child. So he just flips between the comedy moments, which are so funny, to this kind of real dark pathos drama, uh, which is like McDonough has made a signature. But in terms of performance, uh, as I said, he just has this childlike wonder to him. And like the bit I'm going to show is... That Carly has the least cursing in it, but it's just uh, <laughs> probably the best chase, foot chase I can remember uh, that I've seen in recent years. And I remember seeing it for the first time, laughed my ass off. And it's one of those films I can watch. And when I see a frame, I have to watch it straight to the end. So this is Colin Farrell in, in Bruges. Been to the top of the tower? Yeah. Yeah. It's rubbish. It is. Guidebook says it's a must see. Well, you lot ain't going up there. Pardon me? Why? I mean, it's all windy stairs. I'm not being funny. What exactly are you trying to say? What exactly am I trying to say? Is there a bunch of fucking elephants? Why you? Come on, leave it, Fuzzy. The rudest man. The rudest man. What's all that about? They're not going up there. Hey, guys, I wouldn't go up there. It's really narrow. Screw you, motherfucker! Is that actually your favourite moment from the film as well? No, I think it's the restaurant scene, but there's far too many uses of the C words in that scene <laughs> for me. But uh, I did, and also the bit when he's doing coke with the with the in the bar with the with and the the Vietnam racist tirade but he's like a, as I said he's like a human gif in that film his facial expressions are, are class and uh, yeah, anytime I see him Bruges just it kind of uh, elevates the soul yeah no Colin Farrell uh, unbelievable in Bruges and uh, well he did talk about Martin McDonough talked about wanting to work with Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell again didn't he mm-hmm. yeah. well, I think they are working uh, on something in Galway at the moment <gasps> But it, uh, we don't know anything about it. Do you want to go to Galway? Will we go to Galway right now? <laughs> like right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lift these goddamn chairs. Um, they have an omniplex in Galway, right? Uh, yeah, we'll check that out. We'll check. There's one over in the worst. <laughs> um, yeah, no, a brilliant performance and a brilliant film. Um, my choice, I went for, like, similar to you, it's one of my favourite films of all time as well, and he just happens to be in it. It is uh, one of his earlier performances from 2002, and he played special agent Danny Whitwer in Minority Report. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and the clip that I've I've chosen, because, like, it was this kind of thing. He had done a few kind of small bits and pieces beforehand. Uh, and Tigerland, I hadn't seen Tigerland at the time, but that was one. Uh, obviously, loads of people were like, oh, this breakout star from this. Uh, and then whenever this released, he was also in phone booth so 2002 Mm. was kind of like ooh and he started in uh, something with Bruce Willis as well yeah that's the one Um, so that year he's kind of like ooh he's on everybody's radar shortly after that with Pacino wasn't it yeah I think so but um, but this performance as well as the entire film Tom Cruise is amazing in it Max Fonsetto was amazing in it uh, Samantha Morton but then it was like Who's this ridiculously handsome, yeah. amazing guy? And like genuinely thought, like this American actor, uh, who kind of just burst onto the scene because his, his accent was flawless. But uh, this is a his Irish accent. His uh, no, his, his American accent. No, no. He's kind of he's got this no, American he, twang cause he, in it because he's like even in the film he's like I'm from Dublin. 
Does he say that in the yeah. film? Oh, he's got an American twang in it. He's that. got an American twang in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but anyway, American. this is uh, <laughs> yeah, famous Irish American, uh, everyone's favourite dub, um, Colin Farrell in uh, Minority Report. All you'd have to do is hire someone to kill Anne Lively, someone like a drifter, a neuroin addict, someone with nothing to lose. Pre-crime stops the murder from taking place. Halo's the killer, takes him away. But then, right then, someone else, having reviewed the pre-vision and dressed in the same clothes, commits the murder in exactly the same way. Technician takes a look, thinks he's looking at an echo, erases it. Of course, it would have to be someone with access to the pre-visions in the first place. Someone fairly high up. You know what I hear? Nothing. I guess I was wrong. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just going to put a little X there, Orch. Yeah, Mark, it's like, it's like, it's like We signed your own name. It's usually just take after take after take for Rory. <laughs> just another classic <laughs> Rory line. Um, yeah, no, a really, uh, as you said, Paul, really creepy performance from Colin Farrell. But he's film. got Nazi hair. You assume he's the bad guy. I know, that's the thing. <laughs> you do. He's um, dreamy. <laughs> he's such a dreamy Nazi. Um, but, yeah, but he, um, yeah, no, super film. Are we fans of Minority Report? Do we? Yeah, I'm just hoping somebody grabs that, no, that don't. singular <laughs> moment of audio. <laughs> no, I'd like to offer up a disclaimer. Just, I do not think Nazis are dreamy. Just on Doherty, just repeating, he's such a dreamy Nazi. Oh, I nearly said. No, you. you nearly did uh, it. No, 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 it's fine. But uh, yeah, a super. You like to send us your favorite Nazis. <laughs> yeah. um, and a, a brilliant performance uh, as well. So, yeah, Colin Farrell, Dreamboat. Okay, Justine, what Colin Farrell moment did you go for? Yes, so I kind of emphasised on the moment aspect of this. So it's not a Colin Farrell film, and uh, it doesn't really matter his accent, Rory, if he's American or Irish in this. Mm-hmm. It's mm. actually very much on the Irish element. So this was mm. back to 2003, and it was for the film SWAT, okay? And it was while they were doing press for it and travelling around, Samuel L. Jackson was in an interview uh, in the UK, and I have the transcript of the interview. I have a clip here talking about it. Okay. But basically, um, the woman in the UK tries to claim Colin Farrell as a Brit, and in beautiful, a beautiful moment from Samuel L. Jackson, defends him and says he's Irish. So uh, it goes with the interviewer saying, uh, what was it like working with Colin Farrell? He's so hot in the UK right now. And Jackson said, he's pretty hot hot in the US too. And she said, yeah, but he is one of our own. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Uh, Jackson then said, isn't he from Ireland? Correct. Accurate. Uh, take, take that one. Take, yeah, and that's for Sam she, Jackson. The interviewer responded, yes, but we can claim him because Ireland is beside us. It's the, way, it's the way geography and borders work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then Jackson with this killer line said, that's your problem right there. You British keep claiming people that don't belong to you. We had that problem in America too. It was called slavery. Come on, deep like that. Would you not yeah. terrified. die? Oh, that if you were the if you were the lady interviewing, oh yeah. would like Sam Jackson bringing up slavery, you'd be like, <laughs> you're like this escalated quickly. Oh no! <laughs> Didn't you ask him when you caught up with Sam Jackson for a con? Oh, for a con? You asked yeah, him about yeah. that yeah. moment, and he's like, yeah, yeah. He actually was like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. because uh, yeah, he obviously felt really strongly about it and was very clear in his no. 
you're from there, he's from there, <laughs> you can't just claim whoever you want. Um, but yeah, so this is Sam Jackson. This, yeah, on the late late, just talking, talking about, about that moment. That moment. That's yeah. why Sam Jackson is a Bowes fan, because Farrell's dad played for Rovers, Shamrock Rovers, and when they're on the set of SWAT, Sam Jackson found it out, and that's why you see that famous picture of him holding yeah. the Bowes flag, just the no one way. Colin Farrell. It's amazing. Yeah. Extra <laughs> nugget of information there. There you go. That was sport. <laughs> it was. They wander onto the wrong show. <laughs> uh, Colin Farrell, just to, to briefly mention him again, because obviously we, we call him one of our own, but you know, when sometimes we get somebody who's a big star, others try to claim him, and I think that you stepped in there uh, recently to, to defend. Uh, I didn't really know I'd said all that until I was reminded of yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This uh, UK reporter tried to claim him, and I ended up saying, you know, people in the UK have a real problem with claiming people that aren't theirs. Um. We just need uh, Samuel L. Jackson handling all Brexit negotiations <laughs> from now on, then, because he'll just, he'll just yeah, 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 that was money. Yeah. Uh, I've had enough to hear with these mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be incredible. Um, last but not least, Roy, what? Colin Farrell movie moment or movie did you go for? Well, that's a tough favorite? one to follow. It's quite tough. Um, <laughs> no, I went with uh, his scene in The Lobster. I actually couldn't find footage of my actual favourite moment from The Lobster where he kicks the girl in the shin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think it, it comes not too long after, after this scene where he meets that creepy, emotionless sociopath lady. Uh, and starts talking to her for the first time, and he decides the best time to talk to her is right after another lady has thrown herself out the window. That's right. Um, and initially he's like, I hope uh, I hope she dies soon. But then it's, no, I hope <laughs> I hope she, she suffers for a while. That's what she gets for like throwing herself out the window. So <laughs> it's a very, very dark... It's uh, a very Roy Cashin line. So <laughs> the, entire, the entire time he... You said Dougal earlier. The entire time he's talking, he sounds like... Father Dougal McGuire in, this, in that <laughs> whole movie he sounds like him uh, to me and it's the first time he worked with uh, Yorgos Lanthimos oh, I was going to say did you pick a clip a friend of the show and friend of Roy's pronunciation yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the only reason I'm glad you brought up the lobster so I can say <laughs> yeah exactly go for it Wh- whisper it in there again Yorgos Lanthimos it's beautiful. One big take for that. It's like, it's like having chocolate drip on you. Yeah. This is uh, Colin Farrell in The Lobster. What happened? She jumped from the window of room 180. There's blood and biscuits everywhere. I hope she dies right away. On second thoughts, I hope she suffers quite a bit before she dies. I just hope her pathetic screams can't be heard from my room. Because I was thinking about having a lie down. And I need peace and quiet. I was playing golf and I'm quite tired. The last thing I need is some woman dying slowly and loudly. I can't hear you with all the screaming. We'll talk some other time when it's quieter. So four crack and Colin Farrell moments there as well. It's safe to say everybody's a Farrell fan. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm Farrell yeah. for Farrell. Farrell for Farrell. <laughs> Your mommy, actually, what does she call him? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, yeah. Farrell. <laughs> she thinks he and Will may be related. Ah, fair point. Mm. Okay. Best, best it's a good company. Game. Who Colin Farrell does? Yeah, best eyebrows. I think he's got great hair. 
super Nazi hair. Nazi hair, yeah. up hair. <laughs> Whatever way he's wearing that hair. Yeah. <laughs> he's also talented, but, the, you know, the hair helps. The yeah. hair definitely yeah. does help. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to check out Colin Farrell's hair, what type is he going to have for a big interview today for Dumbo? Uh, stay tuned. That's coming up later, especially all you listeners who won't get a chance to see it at all. But if you, you describe it before, We'll describe the hair. That's what yeah. we'll do. And you can Follicle check out the fog. This bit's a Nazi. This bit is up. Yeah. This bit is down. Um, but before that, uh, each week we always take a look at some of the big trailers that have been released this week. And Justine, it's over to you for the big trailer. Okay, this is one I am super excited about. Uh, the movie I've gone for is Booksmart. Yeah. So it is out on 24th of May in Ireland and I'm counting down the days because it just looks like one of the funniest comedies in a long time. Mm. Um, it's about two girls. Uh, it's their last day of high school for the graduation and they've kind of realised that they spent most of their years there just being nerds. And they now feel like they've one night to try and make up for four years of being nerds and they just want to go wild. So... I can relate. I can relate yeah, big time to yeah. that. So it's starring Caitlin Deaver, who I remember because I saw her in Short Term 12. Oh, you saw the film with Brie Larson? Yes, yeah. yeah. My wife's in it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Of course. And also then Beanie Fieldstein, who was in Ladybird. Yes, as yeah. uh, Saoirse Ronan's best, best friend. friend yeah. Yeah, and she's she's also nice. Jonah Hill's sister. I only find this out whenever you yeah. sent on the trailer. And I was looking, I was like, she looks... well. Firstly, the film kind of reminds you of uh, of Superbad. Mm. Anyway, it's, like it's yeah. a two guys, two girls, uh, kind of about to head off to college, and they want to have one big, amazing night Blow out. out. Yeah. I was kind of looking at the two of them. It's like, so right, so she'd be Michael Sarah, and she is Jonah <laughs> Hill. Yeah. Um, so they're actually brother and sister. Uh, this blew my mind. Yeah, it's blew unreal. my mind. Yeah. So while we're all like trying to come to terms with that, this is Booksmart. We have to go to a party tonight. What? Nobody knows that we are fun. We didn't party because we wanted to focus on school and get into good colleges. And it worked. But the irresponsible people who partied also got into those colleges. I'm incredible at hand jobs, but I also got a 1560 on the SATs. We haven't done anything. We haven't broken any rules. Name one person whose life was so much better because they broke a couple of rules. Picasso. He broke art rules. Rosa Parks. Name another Susan one. Susan B. Anthony. God damn it. Picture this, I'm a bag of dicks, put me to your lips. Hand sanitizer. Tap. Chapstick. Tap. Mace. Listen, it is very important that you keep the safety. Oh! This is a very, very funny trailer. This is the yeah. Red Band trailer as well, which we have up on Joe, so you can go and check out the full uh, thing there. But it's, uh, yeah, so it's directed by Olivia Wilde as well. Yeah, it's her directorial debut, but I'm very, very excited about this. Yeah. Just, I just hope they happen to use the best bits in the trailer, but I don't think that's possible. Like, I mean, it's sort of really just... used excellent. Yeah. I think it was at South by Southwest they played, and they loved it, and like that's usually a really smart place to show your film and if it does, if it does well there it's usually a sign of really really good quality yeah there's um, there's a, like a little a couple of quick flashes of different things in the trailer where it looks like there's an animated section as well or like yeah. kind of stop motion and stuff so I think I like because you know there always is that worry of like oh please don't have used all the good stuff but all those snippets look like oh there's a lot of extra stuff that we're not even you know getting to uh, see here yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, and plus we're obviously going to claim it as an Irish film because mm-hmm. 
Olivia Wilde is part mm -hmm. Irish. Sure. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Daughter <laughs> of Oscar Wilde. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, those dates work out. That's, yeah. that's, that's fine. As um, does the whole Oscar Wilde theory. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this is Book Smart, as you said, coming out in May 24th in cinemas. And counting down the days. And counting down the days. It's perfect for the summer as well. You need just a good comedy to just come in and just break up all the explosions. As in, we do love our explosions, but. But this you know, is a laugh explosion. Laugh explosion, yeah, explosion. <laughs> laugh explosion. yeah so, exactly. It's, it's, it's layered. Following on from last week's favourite explosions, this is our favourite laugh. Favorite laugh. Uh -huh. A lull Sweet happy days. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, listen, we promised you more Cattle Faddle. Um, so uh, I can't say I can't say it. Yeah, away. like it's a dish. <laughs> it I love it. Um, but the, yeah, so his big release, uh, which is coming out in cinemas this week, is Dumbo, uh, the remake of the much-loved animated classic from ages ago. Nineteen forty-one. Nineteen forty-one. Holy Hello. moly! So it's uh, it must yeah, have been one of the first. Yeah, yeah. it would have been. Fantasia was first, wasn't it? Uh, Snow White. Snow White. Yeah, was the very first Jesus. one. But that holy moly, 1941. Did you go see it in the cinema? <laughs> what, what just happened? Why? Where did that come from? Why, why, why am I being attacked? <laughs> Attack him again. Attack him again. I'm sick. I, I, I like, sick Justine. Justine's, sick. Justine's dying. Face. Justine's dying. She's like, I don't care what I say anymore. Rory, you your deathbed you. joke. <laughs> like, oh, your dying, dying words are like, do you know what, what Justine? You, Rory? Do you know what, Justine? You got one of them. <laughs> and you've used yours. I didn't know what he's putting oh, on the card for that one. No. I do not know. This is a skull. <laughs> um, yeah, Justine and Rory are going to uh, murder each other here. So yeah, you take you, a little... Back from this trailer, there'll be three of us. <laughs> yeah, you do take a little... But who will it be? Um, take a little look at uh, Dumbo. <laughs> something very rare you have wonder you have mystique you have magic wow! come with me together we can soar on my elephant's wings what's happening where are they taking her Take Dumbo back inside. But she's his mom. Do something. She needs us. Look at me. We're going to bring your mama home. So one of the main worries about going to see Dumbo uh, was that you would be an emotional wreck. I'd be very think, vocal about it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just preparing everybody for I'm your, your flood. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to cry. Is everybody ready for my tears? I think you're actually going to cry after Justine's comment there as well. <laughs> this is the most it's emotional okay. I've the ever second, seen. The second, oh, you're such a bully. <laughs> the second we finish filming today, just... <laughs> Floods. Waterworks. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so we'll have the review of Dumbo in a wee second. But we've been fortunate enough to have uh, Colin Farrell on the show a couple of times before. Mm -hmm. Most recently for Killing the Sacred Deer. Yeah. yeah, which was another remake of a Disney much-loved <laughs> children's classic as well. Um, Killing the Sacred Deer, it's Bambi. Bambi. Boom! We got there. <laughs> um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so what were you chatting about this? You must be running out of stuff to chat to Colin Farrell about. You'd his think hair. so. Yeah, his, like, hair. his hair has to take up a lot of time. He's wearing a pretty sweet suit, as you'll see, or here. Um, <laughs> Just listen to that tweet. Uh, yeah, so for this one, like, like as everyone knows, like, Dumbo, the original Dumbo, the one I saw in the cinema, Justine, 
um, <laughs> has an iconic first screen and midnight screening. <laughs> <laughs> has an iconic scene in it that like goes down in history as one of the saddest most it will make you cry scenes ever uh so i have to ask him what was what what's the last movie that he saw that put him to tears are you okay <laughs> just allergic <laughs> <emerging. laughs> it's, it's a happy there's emotions happening and i'm sneezing <laughs> yeah what was the last movie that made him cry okay <laughs> I like that one asked me, what was the last movie that made you sneeze? <laughs> but we'll stick, for cry- we'll stick with crying for now. For now. <laughs> what is the last film, aside from Dumbo, that made you cry? Uh, I saw, oh boy, The Rider. Yes. Did you see it? I did. What That's did the, uh, it, it's, it was powerful. It was, there was a lot to... Uh, oh, it killed me. Yeah, that, immediately after that, you need to watch, oh, like... it fucking destroyed <laughs> me. I mean... I remember Levion Rose destroyed me. I remember Dead Poet Society destroyed me. I remember 35 years ago E.T. destroyed me. But the most recent thing was The Rider. I, I just thought it was the most beautiful, most honest, most gut-wrenching and really respectful um, look at the struggle that can be being a human being and having a family and dealing with poverty and dealing with injury and dreams abashed. And I, I, I just... Oh. Yeah, the writer. It's a, it a fantastic choice, and I totally understand the uh, the emotional connection to it because mm. it, uh, it was. I was full on shoulder crying. <laughs> All right, at the end of it. Don't look at no, me. No, 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 full on <laughs> ugly, ugly shoulder crying. Yeah, yeah. I think it's impossible for. I know Colin Farrell said he does ugly crying, but. <sighs> Ugly crying. He doesn't do ugly crying. Colin Farrell doesn't do ugly. It's probably ugly for Colin. Sexy (laughs) crying. Ruggedly handsome crying. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, So the writer, I I haven't seen that. uh, So we'll have to go and check that out. Mm. Yeah, I think... Think it's available to watch at home legally? Right, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it, it's like it's a very powerful film. It's one of those where like it'll 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 be with you for a while afterwards. But uh, yeah, like he he was very honest about like the full on shoulder, <laughs> yeah, shoulder cry. Like it's very relatable. Like where you don't want to make too much noise in the cinema, so you have to make it more of a physical thing. You're just like. <laughs> Which is uh, I just run for the bathroom every time. It's my only way. Oh, <laughs> every time you're going to cry <laughs> at in the, the cinema? cinema, yeah, at the cinema. Because I'm usually like in on a house, date or at something. Work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I'm on a date or something, like I can't because he's talking about Obi crying. I'm like he has no idea. What <laughs> like, scream! So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's fine. that glistening off your face? <laughs> well, see, it happened at um, Stars Born, and the lights came on, and I was like, "Oh God, the lights are on." I think I think you weren't alone. At the no, end of a star is more like being yeah. in floods of well, tears. I'm dead inside, so this problem doesn't. I, this, I don't have this problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sunglasses. I should really just. 3D glasses. <laughs> I remember at Toy Story 3 going to see that oh. in the cinema, and it was like, it was that thing where the 3D glasses were just like filling up with water, and I just I couldn't couldn't see by the end. I thought you were like actually in the water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tears. But um, yeah, not some good. And as he mentioned, ET. Always just sure. breaks yeah. my heart, 100% standard issue. But, um, yeah, so what else after the ugly crying? Uh, well, lots of stuff. The other, the other one that I mean, just was the mind is when we talked about uh, how the original Dumbo, uh, the stuff in it that's like a little bit traumatizing. Yeah, the and pink tripping. Elephants, yeah. Uh, you know, just like proper kind of, if you watch it at a certain age, it's going to stick with you forever and make you sad <laughs> uh, so yeah like how did he feel about maybe showing this to his own kids who maybe might like uh, might have been too young to see it or 
has he made the mistake of... Because I don't know about you guys. My parents were... They're good parents, but if I was like, I want to watch this film, uh, they'd be pretty cool about it. Like, sure I, was. like it's over 18s, <laughs> and, uh, and they, oh, I was not. So there's some films that stick in my mind that uh, yeah. I probably shouldn't have seen. Terminator 2. Too young in age. <laughs> too young in age. I remember the one I made in the cinema because I was under 15 to see Austin Powers' Goldmember, which I love comedy, you know, the dream. Sure. Yeah. But they let me instead go into Eight-Legged Legged Freaks, which was 12s. I'm terrified of spiders. And I'm <laughs> still <laughs> traumatized. Solid parenting. Solid, yeah, solid exactly. parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. Not the laughs. Not the laughs. <laughs> Take the giant killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, your mommy and daddy are great. <laughs> His books are better called Justine as well, aren't they? Yeah. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Justine there as well. Yes. Yeah, right. So this is him talking about scaring his kids, basically. Yeah. I think the first one I've seen of his was Edward Scissorhands. Oh, what a beauty. And it is, again, it is that story of the outsider, and it's told so so beautifully. Yeah. But there is also, when you're when you're that bit younger and you see films like that, they do stick in your mind. It's not quite like watching a traumatic film. No, but it's scary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like watching the original Dumbo, if you're that bit too young, there is like the pink elephant scene, you're like, oh, as a child, it's in your mind. As a grown-up. Uh, even as a grown-up, actually. I saw that recently, you know. Oh. It was like, oh, that's uh, for yeah, kids, is flashback. this? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> This oh PTSD from the original yeah, yeah. But how do you feel about showing, say, even your kids' films that you were like, I know this might upset them? Or, like, this might be, like we said, like that little bit traumatic? Or is that something you wouldn't want the kids uh, to see? Uh, well, James now watches a lot of films that are age appropriate. He's 15, so he can pretty much, he's carte blanche and pretty much can watch anything. Um within reason <laughs> uh, that's open to interpretation of course sure. um, Henry I, I showed Henry it when he was eight which I, I might take that <laughs> I might take is that is this the new one yeah oh dear I might take that one back you know it worked out at the end I mean it did work out and we had to have a few conversations and stuff and it, yeah, there's but, no therapy that was a bit of a yet. gross misjudgment on my part I love that Colin Farrell wanted to be a cool daddy and showed his eight year old a film <laughs> about cool daddy nope Daddy Dad. too. Kills daddy. Thanks, no. Dad. Daddy? No. Yeah, no. I'm not allowed to say the word daddy. No. But he is a daddy. No. <laughs> dad. <laughs> yes. I it's mean, just the word dad. Okay. Yes, dad is. <laughs> um, daddy's home. Um, he's not in that film. But uh, <laughs> in my mouth filling with saliva, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> I'm even sicker now. <laughs> Sorry about that. But anyway, uh, yeah, I love that he showed his eight-year-old son uh, a film about Father a clown, bleeding year, there. clown that yeah. kills children. See, like I, I, we've had this conversation yeah. a number of times. Kids deserve and need to be traumatized because <laughs> when we were younger, we saw the stuff that we saw, like. Um, the never-ending story. That's or the one. Flight That's Navigator. The one. There's always yeah. stuff in it where you're like, oh. but the kids' movies these days, they're too sanitized. They're too mm. safe. Yeah. We need more films like Coraline. Yeah. Where when you show it to the kid, show it to the child, be like, the world's not safe. Yeah. <laughs> now know. it might have crossed the line for an eight-year-old, but it's about eight-year-olds or however old they are in in that film. So. And in fairness, I that kid it. would probably never want to go to the circus again. So it saves Colin having to go. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. You definitely, definitely won't want any balloons. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Look what I booked you for your birthday. <laughs> um, yeah. Now the the last thing that you were chatting about um, is something that I was personally very excited about because we're all big fans of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> yes. and anytime. Uh, 
see Danny DeVito, no matter what else he's done in his career now, he just Frank. is Frank he is yeah. from uh, Frank Reynolds from It's Always Sunny. The hero. Um, Genuinely want to grow up to be Frank Reynolds. I'm not, <laughs> Paul I'm not, lying. not joking. Yeah. When I'm not he says lying this. at all. Like my yeah. life is based around. Frank's earnings. <laughs> uh, which is in no way terrifying. Gonna start opening a sweatshop in Vietnam next week. Um, so this this was the moment of truth. Yeah. Uh, well, Danny DeVito's in the new Dumbo. I think it's it's closing out his Tim Burton Circus trilogy. Oh, after so Batman oh, Returns. Oh, Batman Returns. Yeah. yeah. And what was the other one? Big Fish. Big Fish yeah. as well. Uh, so he circus trilogy. Yeah, <laughs> it's niche, but he's he's, he's always wanted to do it. He's done it. He's done yeah. it. So uh, it's it's uh, it's interesting to see on, him be the good guy and Michael Keaton be the bad guy yeah, in a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, we know Colin is up for the crack. He was he was in an episode of Scrubs. He seems like he and Danny have a good friendship. It's like has the conversation of. Maybe you coming on for It's Always Sunny ever come up? And this is what he had to say. One final question that yeah. I will be killed if I don't ask you. Yeah. Um, has Danny asked you on to It's Always Sunny? No. He should have. No. I don't know. You'd yeah, go no. though, right? I don't know. Yeah, would I? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Ah, he's yeah. brilliant, isn't he? He's something like, yeah. there's even scenes in that film where I'm like, he's just channeling Frank from It's Always Sunny. Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> he's just an amazing character, man. I love to work with him. He's a blast to be around. Okay, cool. Thanks, Cheers, Thanks so much, Colin. Want to make that happen. Want to see that happen. Mm. Want Colin Farrell to meet the gang. And it's always sunny. Well, it's an Irish bar. Yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah, of so course. Just have them there. Eating some <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. him some rum ham and That's some hooers. Exactly <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but before he stars in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and before he, we make that happen, uh, he is in Dumbo. He is. Um, as we said, the first one from years and years ago. Uh, yeah, like it's beloved around the world, and Disney are doing what? Have you seen it recently? Which Dumbo, the original one? Mm. Not recently. No, it'll be years since I've seen. Yeah, the like one. it. It hasn't aged well. Oh really? Oh. Like there's a there's a. <laughs> oh, there's Jim Crow. Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. Just straight up racist. Yeah. And oh. um, they do feed Dumbo and a and a kid drugs. That's how he ends up seeing the, the pink, pink elephants. elephants oh. Yeah. Plus, it's uh, sixty four minutes long. Is that all? That's all. Oh. Holy moly. So, like, unlike, uh, say, The Jungle Book or any of the other kind of live-action-y live stuff that they're remaking, mm. yeah. uh, this one, I feel, has the most to change. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, because even in that, like, the there was a the infamous scene, the one that will make everyone cry, is, the, is Jumbo, Dumbo's mother, singing that song. Is it Baby Mine? Yeah, yeah, and Arcade um, Fire have done a version of it for this yeah, release. Yeah, and like every, all the animals are talking in it. There's no animals talking in this, and uh, there's no, there's, there's like a 10 second snippet of someone singing that Baby Mind song in there. So, yeah, anyone who's thinking it's going to be a straight ahead remake of the original one is, uh, they'll be surprised. Okay, because um, as you said, uh, yeah, there's Lion King. Uh, as we said already for this year, there's Aladdin, mm -hmm. there's Dumbo. Mm -hmm. uh, they've already done Cinderella. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland as well. So they've mostly been doing really well whenever they have been released. They've all made money. Yeah. They've all made some serious bank, but like they haven't all been great. Mm. I thought The Jungle Book was great. 
Yeah. Uh, I thought Maleficent was okay. Mm -hmm. Cinderella was okay. I enjoyed Beauty and the Beast more than I thought I would. Yeah. yeah. I did as well. And Jungle Book, I wasn't overly fussed first time around. And then kind of uh, I watched it again and I was like, yeah, do you know mm. what? This is actually brilliantly mm. done. And I, in spite of it, I'm like, as much as I love the original Lion King as well, each time I see the trailer for the new live, I'm like, oh, I'm getting very excited about this. Um, but what about Dumbo then? Because is it, if they are changing so much of it, like, does it... Does it feel like the other one, or is it? Uh, does it work in the um, newer version? It, like for the first half hour, it's. I was really. Um, I, I wasn't feeling it at all. I was. It was boring. It was very overly saccharine. Uh, Collins Farrell, Carl Farrell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Collins. Colin, Colin, <laughs> his accent goes for a walk in every sentence. Like he's meant to be from the southern states of of America, and he starts in Ireland and goes to Alabama, and uh, by the end of the sentence, he's back in Ireland again. I'm a dub. <laughs> He's like, I'm here with me kids, and I guess with those horses over there, you're like, whoa, Colin. <laughs> Easy. Um, yeah, like the stuff at the start is, is, it's just, it's not great, and I don't think it's in Tim Burton's wheelhouse to do something this um, just kind of sweet and straightforward. Mm. It's only when Michael Keaton's character arrives, who's just more or less a proto uh, Walt Disney. He like he has created his own like theme park called Dream World, which is definitely not Ooh. Disney World. <laughs> uh, and he he's he's it's full of roller coasters and attractions. And he he hears about Dumbo and he wants to bring it to uh, Dream World and make it the star attraction there. So he he buys it off Danny DeVito, who's the circus ringleader, uh, and Colin Farrell's kids are the two kids who've trained Dumbo how to fly. Uh, and it's only when all the pieces kind of are on the board that it gets a bit better. It gets a bit more Burton-y. Uh, his version of Dreamworld essentially just looks like Gotham City or Batman Returns. <laughs> it's the most gothic art deco looking thing. And you're like, there he is. There's Tim Burton yeah. now. That's a good thing. And it gets a little bit darker. And Ava Green arrives and she's uh, hired to essentially ride Dumbo around uh, as he's flying. So, yeah, it gets better as it goes on. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. It's, getting it's over. <laughs> 64 minutes. <laughs> it, uh, it, no, it was, it was uh, I think it was just shy of two hours. Um, but just as you're feeling it starting to gain momentum, the film ends. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not the worst live action. I think that's still maybe one of the two Alice in Wonderland movies. Mm. But it's not The Jungle Book or Beauty and the Beast either. It's... It's just kind of there. Okay, gotcha. Crucial question, though. No, I didn't you didn't cry. cry. Okay, <laughs> okay. And you, I was ready. Uh, my body was ready. The world to was cry. ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the trailer right. alone was like, oh no, the lump is coming in my throat. I'm going to cry. But no, there wasn't even a single moment where I was like, this is where I probably would have cried. There's just there's no. It's wow. not there. Okay. Just wasn't okay. There. What about castwise? Because um, obviously, really strong, as you said. Tim Burton has worked with uh, Danny DeVito a few times before mm -hmm. um, and they've obviously got a really good working relationship and I presume like DeVito and Eva Green who's worked with them before and that they have and Michael Keaton and Alan Arkin is in there as well oh is he right okay and they just know what Burton's looking for but mm. um, how do they all kind of fare in it they're like, like the most of them, most of them are really good uh, 
there are scenes which uh, Danny DeVito is just essentially channeling Frank. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. That's a good thing. Paul is like leaving right now. He's like Frank running to see the circus. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a few arguments with his pet monkey and I was like, whoa, that is just, it's just Frank shouting at a monkey. Uh, Michael Keaton. I'm sold. Yeah, yeah. I'm sold. Michael Keaton is the, is the closest I've seen him to play playing Beetlejuice since Beetlejuice. Oh, He's yeah. all twitchy and weird. And I was I was digging that vibe. Like, it's it's so over the top it's basically in space but uh, I was digging it but then Colin he's okay uh, again his accent is just all over the place yeah. I think uh, and one of his kids the daughter I, I, I understand it's her acting debut <laughs> but there was points where I turned to another critic in the scene in the screen I was like is that actually a robot is that a robot because there's she, maybe she was told to not emote for her character, but okay. she did that too well. <laughs> and she was like something from Westworld. It was just, the elephant is flying. It was like, whoa, she's, that's creepy. <laughs> she's, um, giving it, <laughs> she's giving it socks there. Um, yeah, so. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, Dumbo's going to be released in cinemas coming out soon. Uh, I think Paul's definitely going to go and just Frank to see and Beetle Frank, Juice. Frank yeah. Beetlejuice <laughs> and uh, yeah, Danny DeVito talking to his pet monkey. <laughs> definitely, like, so. Sorted, sold. Not a euphemism. Not a euphemism. Uh, You can also check out the full interview with Colin Farrell up on Joe. And uh, yeah, it's uh, because he's got a lot of other... He's just, he's really... I think like over the years, he's just, he's always been like well-spoken and articulate. Mm. But uh, he is just a really interesting person to like Mm. listen to. And obviously look at as well. But it's mostly here, here for that brain. Here, here for that brain. Uh, but yeah, so Dumbo uh, coming out in cinemas uh, very soon. Now though, as we said, we do have tickets to give away to... Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> um, uh, at a screening which is taking place next week in Dublin. So uh, we have our competition high clue from last week so we want to say a big congratulations um, to all the people who got the correct answer to that and no congratulations Ooh. to the people who got the wrong answer no 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 no, no congratulations for you yeah. uh, but thanks for trying um, <laughs> congratulations for trying yeah, yeah so last, last week's uh, high clue was Titanic action Zul is royally angry mostly nocturnal uh, so for anybody listening uh, Zul in the middle line there was Z-U-U-L so Titanic action Zul is royally angry mostly nocturnal um, some people guess Pulp Fiction there was one for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri <laughs> um, a lot of people just went for Ghostbusters which would have been a bit lazy just because it says Zul in it mm. but uh, mm. and very obvious but um, none Titanic of those Titanic is in one of the Ghostbusters movies yes because somebody did point this out oh yeah uh, Titanic Ghostbusters too two people were did say better late than never when it shows yeah, up yeah, yeah. so yeah. Uh, Zul was from Ghostbusters and then Titanic mm. was uh, in Ghostbusters too. but neither of those were the correct answer and of course Rory Cashin <laughs> because after all the complaining <laughs> on the previous weeks <laughs> this one was written for you what is the answer Showgirls Showgirls yeah <laughs> no it's Aliens it's aliens. Yeah. Um, because I think at the end of last week's show, you were like, boom, got it, mm. sorted. What, what was it? Gave it away? Or would you like to do the honours and, and break down the hint lasagna? <laughs> <laughs> Cut into the lazy. Uh, well, Titanic Action is James Cameron, director, and it's an action film. So that mm-hmm. seems easy enough. Mostly Nocturnal is they mostly come at night, mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zool is royally angry. 
Yeah. Now, Riley is the alien queen. Oh, I said Royally. Mm. Yeah, so it's Oh, sorry, yeah. I just said Riley. Royally. Yeah. <laughs> Royally. Uh, Very Royally. Accents are prominent in this, yeah. this episode, yeah. So Royally's the alien queen. Yes. And angry, I assume, was just because they're well, just all angry I about Get away from her, you bitch. They're aliens. Now, Zool is from Ghostbusters. Yes. Yep. But Sigourney Weaver wasn't Zool. She becomes possessed by Zool. Yeah. Does she? Yeah. Whenever she tries to seduce... Now, she's the, the gatekeeper and the keymaster, the the key master is Rick Moranis, is that right? Yeah. And she's the gatekeeper. And so, Zool yeah. is the one on the roof. Don't you? Don't you? Is that Gozer that goes Gozer? That's Gozer. Yeah. The one who looks like Prince. Yeah, Zool. Whenever she tries to seduce Bill Murray and he comes to the house, he's like, are we going out there? What's going on? And she's like... She looks great. She yeah. looks amazing. But she's, she's, she's floating and possessed. She's trashed yeah. their yeah. apartment. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But uh, no, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty. Because oh, all the hands it. come out of the chairs like, like this yeah, kind of chair. Yeah. And they put her into the, the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Zula is royally angry. Sigourney Weaver sorted. So that is one it? was relatively easy. Lots of people did get it correct. But our two winners... Uh, of those uh, free movie tickets are drum roll. It's a great drum roll. Uh, thanks, everybody. <laughs> um, is Ross O'Donoghue? Congratulations to you and Paul Bernie as well. Um, so yeah, no, they got the uh, the answer spot on. But now though, it's time for this week's question to win those tickets to Shazam or to be in with a, a, a chance of winning them. Right. I didn't yeah. say it right. In with a chance of Good winning those tickets to Shazam. Hey. Um, so you ready? I am. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Here we go. Uh, it's reporters a friend, angels rung up and strung up, crafty killer shot. So we'll do a quick. Uh, <laughs> oh, Justine's all, already all over. Five seven five. Yeah. So we've got uh, the correct number of syllables in the high clue. Um, for anybody who's listening, reporters a friend. Reporter is uh, reporters is reporter apostrophe s, and angels wrong up and strung up. Angels is angel apostrophe s as well. So reporters a friend. Angels wrung up and strung up. Crafty killer shot. So mm. I think I have it. You think you have yeah. it? Okay. Do you want to write it down? I haven't got any. But no. No, let's, okay, let's see. Okay. It's only in here. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Oh, what do you think? What do you think? It's okay. mm. so tense here. Studio now is Paul takes the pen, takes the paper, <laughs> and shows over. I'm sp- Paul's got it right. You don't oh, win those tickets. It's just but, the <laughs> but um yeah, so we're gonna stick that up uh on the bigger Ruski Twitter and we're gonna stick it up on Joe Instagram as well. And uh yeah, so best of luck uh, entering that competition. To win tickets too. Shazam! There you go. Um what else now? Oh yes, coming up in the show next week we have the stars of Shazam Mr. itself. Shazam. Oh, Mr. Shazam himself, himself Zachary <laughs> Levi. Who in the um, comic books his name is Captain Marvel. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. What? Oh. Like his, like another name for him? That's his, no, his name is Captain Marvel. Shazam oh. is just the word he says to change, but he, uh, DC don't have the right to, to the name yeah. Captain Marvel. So oh, it just never comes up. Hold on. So first, <laughs> Bernie Feldstein is Jonah Hill's sister. Yeah. Is it Bernie? We're going to need the Charlie Day meme of like... <laughs> yeah, 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 putting it all together. And Shazam's name is actually Captain Marvel. Yeah. Insane. Um, but yes, we're going to have the star of the show. Um, Zachary. Zachary next week. And also Mark Strong, who's the big, bold, bad guy. Great in the villain. film as well. Great villain. Always, uh, yeah, a brilliant bad guy. Lovely man, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so nice, so friendly, which uh, fits in perfectly with uh, the theory you were saying before. 
Rory, uh, that Anthony Hopkins said it's like just all the best villains are really lovely people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah, and so I guess the opposite's true. Too. Like whoever's whoever seems really nice no, all the time. My husband, The Rock. <laughs> oh yes, of course. He's just yeah. always a nice guy yeah. and he's just lovely. I presume he's got a bad cold as well at the moment, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though he's like invincible to everything. He's hit rock bottom, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like the show. Uh, that's us. <laughs> On that note, we're just going to leave it. Final we'll episode, do... yeah. <laughs> well, it was nice knowing you all. We'll see you next week. <laughs> You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas.